and it's dark in the room and I like fumble over to the lamp and I turn on the lamp and there's like this brown sticky log <laughs> just and I've been lying next to it for like 45 minutes listening to like uh... Chance the Rapper while there's this log next to me and I like I've already grabbed it so I'm like oh, I pick it up and I like sniff it Welcome back to Privy. Privy is a podcast about bathrooms recorded from my home bathroom. Uh, And this week, um, through the power of the internet, I'm getting ready to have a friend join me here uh, remotely, but I'll let let him tell you more about that. Uh, And so I apologize now for any technical difficulty gremlins that we have, uh, but we're going to roll with this and see what we get. So... uh, yeah, we'll see if we can get him in here. Hello, Sam. Yo. Can you hear me? I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't have video because my laptop is still the one that I was using when you and I were at Corbin. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's a fun thing. I, I have a little sticky note over it because I'm what my friends call paranoid. And uh, uh. <laughs> I took it off and then I turned zoom on and it was like, Hey, you don't have a webcam, bud. Um, <laughs> so I'm sorry. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> no worries. You want me to turn mine off? It's, just it's, stare at me the whole time? <laughs> hey, it's totally up to you. I'm, I'm good with whatever, man. It's just, it's just good to hear you and see you, dude. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm in Arizona now, just living life here. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I I did a little bit of an intro before you hopped on here, but um I can just kind of and you can fill in the gaps because I'm sure I have some things totally messed up. Mm. But it, my introduction to who you are was you were um I want to say his name was Jesse. Is that right? um oh, jesse hauser yeah <laughs> maybe i should have said his last name I don't no know. you're good no. okay yeah we're beyond the point of like yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah so you guys were roommates right oh yeah freshman oh, yeah. year <laughs> we're the same year right let me just get this right we're yeah. the same year yeah okay, that's i'm pretty sure yeah and I just remember, you know, Jesse would come down the hallway and um, <laughs> he was just, he was a very interesting guy. He was a super cool guy. And, you know, you would just sometimes be there just like kind of nodding and like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and that was kind of my introduction to, to Sam Bagenstoss. So um, yeah, I was pretty quiet freshman yeah. year. I imagine that's kind of the vibe I gave off. <laughs> hey, <it's, laughs> hey, I feel like we were all just kind of keeping our heads above water in their in their yeah. own way <laughs> well you seemed a little bit louder yeah i you know um <laughs> i've always been what uh, yeah a little louder is a good way to say it yeah i i think that's why i went into ministry with teenagers because it's just like mm. you just got to shout over them sometimes um you still doing that yeah yeah they nice. they can't get rid of me yet so um Sick. yeah yeah no um so feel free to even share because this might even mean new information for me but where where did you grow up and like yeah just Mm -hmm. just hit me with whatever information you want to share with myself and other people who like bathrooms sure 
Yeah, so I'm <laughs> you like bathroom, that's great. Uh I'm from Renton, Washington. That's where I grew up. Where is Renton? Uh, Renton is south of Seattle, like an hour or 45 minutes south of Seattle. Okay. Actually not in Renton, in unincorporated King County, but okay. close to Renton with I had three older siblings for for until I was 9 and then my younger brother was born. Um, so there's five of us. Wow. Uh, lots of lots of going to the bathroom at my own house because we were homeschooled. And so didn't go to the bathroom in a school until I taught high school. I was a teacher for a bit. I don't know. I like camping growing up, lots of hiking, outdoorsy stuff. Uh, me and my brothers had a juggling and unicycling act we would do when I was younger. We were really into that. Wow. And then went to school at Corbin University where we met, which is great. <laughs> and then never really looked back. Stayed in Salem for 10 years. Yeah. Wow. So you mentioned, dang, man. Um. So you mentioned that like you're in Arizona now. How long have you been over there? Uh, like two and a half months. It's not been very long. Oh, whoa. Oh, I was just going to say like, I, you know, are you, do you have like family there? Cause you, you know, I'm just trying to like, yeah. What, what took you <laughs> over to Arizona and you can even share what you're doing over there. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I went to Corbin for English, but didn't really know what I want to do with it as is the, I don't know, a lot of college students are that way and just you yeah. study what you're interested in, but they don't necessarily have a plan. And then I worked as a custodian for a while. And oh, obviously, yes. Yes, I was at Corbin <laughs> as a custodian. <laughs> and well, before that, I was AASD. I was in student life, just doing yeah. student life stuff. But then now you realize I don't want to do that. And I was a custodian. And then you remember Sarah Taylor, Sarah Bracken? Yeah. 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 She worked at uh turner elementary okay and there was a position open to work with special needs kids and she's like you should apply so i applied and i actually ended up working there for four years dude like no way four years yeah and then i went back to school got my master's got my teaching credentials in secondary education so high school Student taught the, at the at Cascade High School in that same school district, but I realized I didn't like working with high school kids, yeah. <laughs> so I stopped that real quick. Went back to elementary school and was basically a full time sub there wow. uh, this last school year. But along the way, I realized I didn't like teaching really at all, even though I love kids and I'm pretty good with like younger kids. I was yeah. good with like high school kids, but younger kids. I'm I love being around them and they like being around me, but realized I didn't want to teach. And I'd always wanted, I was always curious about outdoor work, like conservation type stuff, trail work, that sort of thing. Yeah. But I was pretty, I mean, I went to four years of school, an English degree, and then I put all this time to get a master's degree. Yeah. It's easy to get in a state of mind where like, why well, it's kind of too late now. I invested all this time and money, but eventually I was like, screw it. I just want to try right. a different sort of work. And wow. so I applied to a bunch of different conservation type things like bird counts in Eastern Oregon and trail work in Montana. And then 
I just kept on branching out more and more as I was like, kept on getting rejected by these different places. Wow. <laughs> and a uh, nonprofit hired me here and we do trail work and conservation work all around the state of Arizona, mainly just trails, honestly. But so I'm in a trail crew and that's how I came out here. But I actually live with uh, Richard Riffle. Remember Richard? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Him Dude, and I are roommates. No way. Dude. Okay. So yeah. I worked with, I worked with Riffle, um, at the, the, it was, uh, shoot. He would have known it as like Christian community placement center. Um, okay. but it's different name now, but yeah, he and I worked together there as mentors for years. Oh. Like, so, and I know he went to Corbin, I think, um, he but did, like, I yeah. never, I never knew him at Corbin. I knew him from work. Uh, oh, that's funny. Like yeah. while you were at Corbin or after? Um, it was while I was at Corbin, but he was, he's a, he's a bit older, I think maybe. Yeah. He's like early thirties. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think he was like finishing up or had already finished up and was living in the area when we were okay. there, I think. Yeah. I didn't really know him. I think I played some Frisbee with him at school. Yeah. And then I was going through some big life changes a couple of years after graduating. And so I needed a place to live. And so I actually lived in a house with him in Salem, along yeah. with some other people that are connected to Corbin or just friends of people. Wow. And then he moved to Tucson to live with his brother. His twin brother, Ryan, yeah. lives in Tucson as well. And then I randomly got a job in Tucson <laughs> and I texted him. I'm like, hey, can I stay at your place for a little bit? Hoping that he would say, yeah, but you want to live with me? But I didn't want to ask it. Right. <laughs> and he's like, do you just want to move in? I'm like, yes, that is what I want to do. I would like to do that. <laughs> Perfect. So now we, now we live in an apartment. Dude, in, that's uh, awesome. Tucson. Like, man, that is. So, so that's small world part one, I guess. Um, the other like weird small, small world thing is you're, you're talking about your like journey through education and, and working in education. Like homie, I am currently like going back to school to teach in a high school. Like, dude, and, it, and I'm teaching special education of all things. So like, no it's, way. yeah, I I'm living the dream. I've got the behavior kids. So, um, nice. yeah, they tell me how it is every minute of every day dude oh uh, yes they do <laughs> if i were to be a teacher like again i think it would be in special ed like even high school yeah. like secondary special ed i get along with them well too i feel like yeah i don't know it's kind of a i mean this in the kindest way possible no, i hear you. i think it's related to like i like working with young kids then you have yep. high school special ed kids and there's kind of this young aspect to them yeah they're not a lot not of times yeah. mentally and emotionally they are much younger than they than they are on paper um exactly except yeah. then they know like calculus and stuff sometimes You're yeah like, okay yeah and could and could beat somebody up but like <laughs> dude yes there's some just massive <laughs> special ed kids or teddy bears oh yeah there's this i don't know i probably shouldn't tell a story because it's like hey but anyway there's some big kids that <laughs> like to take their clothes off randomly yeah and like 300 pounds and yeah. they just love you and you're like get your clothes on now yeah. <laughs> please um your your arms are just straight up in the air like please stop this yes. oh, yep. I'm not oh, comfortable. <laughs> dude yeah like <clears throat> we we had a kid it like yeah never mind nope i hear you 
Um, wow. So, so when you, and you were a janitor, so I have like some bathroom Were were you doing like any sort of bathroom related janitorial or was it like away from the, the zone of disaster? Like, uh, no, I definitely, uh, I definitely cleaned a lot of toilets while a janitor. Yes. I didn't even think of that, honestly, <laughs> but I guess, yeah. Um, let's see. I cleaned the dining hall in the morning, didn't do bathrooms to that, but then I did the bathrooms in the, in PG or in Balio and Davidson, both guys and girl bathrooms, actually. Uh, I remember yeah. that, which is, it's tough because, you know, there's open dorm hours at Corbin. Oh, I don't know yeah. how it is now, but you know, there was only certain days where it was like open dorms. I think by the time there were like open halls, like you can yeah. be in the hallway. It's supposed to be allowed to be in the hallways at certain times. And you're just like hoping that there's not a girl coming out of the bathroom with a towel. And uh, like, I don't remember anything specific, but now and then I'd just be like so awkward. Yeah. Just like girls coming out of the bathroom, you're like knocking on the door. And I'm like, <laughs> not they can't differentiate me from like another student. Right. I don't know. Maybe right. that's better. Like if I'm like a 50 year old guy knocking on the girl's bathroom door, <laughs> maybe that's worse. I'm not sure. But you're like, anyone in here? And just, uh, I didn't like, but the worst part is once you're in there, then it's more terrifying because you're like in a oh. stall cleaning. Yeah. Like at least on the outsides, you know, you hear somebody just turn away, but you're in there. Yeah. Maybe they just run yeah, in. You, you're cornered. Yes. Uh, oof. Man, did you ever have to clean up any like big deposits or like wild misses <laughs> or anything like that? Um, cause yeah, cause I, I, so I also weird, I did janitorial at the same place Richard and I worked at for 10 years and like those kids can't hit a target. It's just, it's bad. <laughs> You're not talking about young life, are you? This is something different. No, no. Richard was doing young life as well at the time, but, um, this was like okay. a, fostered mental health services place uh, okay. you ask him about it he'll oh he'll know <laughs> yeah i can't really think of anything too terrible that i saw in a toilet it was all <laughs> i mean people wouldn't flush but that's yeah. like not the end of the world and i'm pretty yeah tolerable to just you know yeah human waste so it right. doesn't bother me that much <laughs> But I don't remember anything that was particularly disgusting. I wish I had some crazy story hey, where there's like no, like it's better undigested like fig bars or something. I don't know, like some <laughs> random crap, crap. Yeah, in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, you're better off for it. Like, yeah, that's I. I have a friend who's a janitor at our high school, and and he's like, dude, honestly, like I haven't seen anything crazy. And I was like, dude, bless you. You know. Yeah. Like, be thankful that's that's good um we're i i have a hunch but like and you don't have if you want to just be like hey i'm not answering that i'm i'm gonna like dig myself a hole if i do but like were the mm. girls rooms a little bit worse than the guys rooms like oh you're talking about the, the bathrooms yeah 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 like <laughs> i don't i don't think so oh think really it was comparable okay I, think. I, I don't quite remember to be honest yeah. that hey. was that was a while ago. Yeah. But did you, I guess you, you didn't clean girls' bathrooms. Oh, yeah. You, well, so you did? Our, okay. our facility did the like gender non-conforming bathrooms there towards the end. So like okay, everybody was doing their business where everybody else was doing it. Uh, Got it. But yeah, 
girls create a particular type of mess that I would have to clean up that was just like, man. Ah, okay, yes. yes. There yeah. was. <laughs> I it brings back memories. <laughs> yeah, you don't usually see diff- different colors. Yes. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, where it's like, I don't know, the first time like I saw it, I'm like, what happened? I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Did. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't put it in the special little trash can. Yep. Dang. And they, yeah, it changed a lot of those like like sanitary trash, like the little mini ones. Yeah. Those are those yeah. are a blessing and a curse. Cause like they get weird pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and it's nobody's fault, but like they just do. And yeah. Um man that's lots of tampons on the ground and stuff like that or like the tampon cases you know the plastic like yeah okay the the blasters that it's like the blasters yeah they look like someone's shooting up drugs or something like they're little yeah little caps yeah yeah it the i always like think of it it's like those little kid like air rockets where you squish the end and like shoots the rocket (laughs) off the end but like instead it's not a rocket no or, or or it is and however you want to look at it uh <laughs> yeah there's probably um let's be honest no girls listen to this so uh if there was there would be like <laughs> these guys have never interacted with these in a way that's actually real uh mm-hmm. which is better um yeah so you're you're working trails and and what do you, what are you doing with that are you like i i was trying to get a gauge for it when we were like chatting but like, are you clearing trails or like establishing new trails? I was trying to, I was trying to look up the, the job description and I couldn't get like a feel for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all of the above, you hit on some of the things we do. So sometimes like post fire, the tr- a forest burns, right. there'll be a lot of standing timber that's yeah. like charred and maybe half alive. But that means it's just the, you know, the roots are compromised or they're just really weak. And so you get a lot of logs down. So we've had to deal a lot with that in Arizona. There's been like a lot of fires over the last 10 years. So a yeah. lot of trees are coming down over the trail. So it might be like in a really bad section. You have like a mile of trail and there's like, I don't know, like 30, 40 trees down over it. Wow. And so you have to clear those. And that's like kind of the the minimum you're going to do. Like you don't want logs on the trail, especially right. the, like a giant tree. But then if, you know, there's logs off the trail, there could be other things like maybe a portion of the trail goes along kind of the edge of a cliff or a bank and it's like eroded away so that you'd have to like scramble up hill in order to get around in order to get to the other side of the trail. So then we would build like some sort of retaining wall or reroute the trail. And that's another thing. Sometimes you just do full reroutes or, yeah. you know, for 400 meters, you just have to, build completely new tread they call it just the surface of the trail and you go somewhere else and so just figuring out where it's the best place to put it and considering drainage and where the waters can come through and all that that sort of thing that's crazy like i mean i know you probably gave me a pretty you know shortened version but there were so many variables in there i (laughs) it's just like oh my gosh wow so you are you guys well, I don't really know what I'm, I've only done this for three months and I have volunteered before doing trails, but I didn't really learn a whole lot. I just kind of helped out, but there's, yeah. there's a lot to it. And there's a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, there are people doing less good trail work. And my like trail crew leader be like, oh, they messed up here. They shouldn't have done this. Why are they route it this way? And so, wow. yeah, there, there's a lot to it and there's a lot to learn. 
It's a very physical job though. It's pretty exhausting. Yeah. I imagine. Um, and so like, while you're out there, you're, are you just like camping for multiple days? Cause you know, I mean, otherwise I, are you coming back in every night? Like, how's that work? So for the most part, we're camping out of a car, we're car camping. So like intense, but like just driving up to a campsite yeah. or some sort of forest service site. Yeah. So I camp, I sleep in a tent more than I sleep at my apartment because yeah. I'm out for eight days and back for six. If the trail is, or the, where we're doing work is so remote that it wouldn't make sense to hike in each day to do the work, then we'll camp out right near the job site because you don't want to be spending three hours hiking in just to right. do, you know, a couple hours of work and then having to hike back. So sometimes we'll just live out of a backpack, essentially backpacking. Dang, man. Yeah. Dude, that's hardcore. Done, it's, it's been mainly just car camping so far, but again, I've only been here three months so i'm not exactly sure i think it's for the most part car camping is kind of the norm for yeah trail work yeah yeah dude so i uh, i i'll um here i'll just i'm gonna beat the nail on the head uh so you shared that while you're out on these trail crews uh you've had ample opportunity to use bush uh and to do your business in nature so like uh, feel free to give all of us just some Sam Bagenstoss pro tips of pro tips. Okay. <laughs> going going um, to in the bush. Yeah. I think the first thing is after you, you've been going to the bathroom outside for a while and after you've known your crew, you start going closer and closer to where they are. Like the first time you're like hiking a mile away, you're just getting so far away so that no one could possibly hear or see you. But pretty soon it's like, if I'm going to be pooping multiple times a day in the outdoors, and especially if it's a remote trail, there are times we'll be pooping like literally like a couple of feet off the trail. <laughs> I mean, I've done it. It's it, If there's no one there, like the trail is so like terrible that yeah. no one's coming out there it's been closed for years so you just gotta if you <laughs> poop as close as you can because you don't want to make any more trouble for yourself than you have to right so poop nearby let's see don't wear your bright orange hard hat <laughs> if you're on the trail crew oh. i the first couple of times i'm like oh i'm really well hidden and i realized there's i'm wearing this bright orange hard hat they can see me through the woods even if right. i'm like <laughs> you know 500 yards away so <laughs> squatting and like looking around yeah. like i wonder if anybody uh, can see yeah the nice thing about doing trail work and pooping is that you have excellent tools available to you yeah. to dig a really good cat hole so yeah. you have these things called pickmatics or pulaski's that just like a really nice pick at the end and like a, a matic type like hoe type thing on the other side okay so you can dig like a you know an eight inch deep cat hole in like i don't know 20 seconds wow seconds. wow because i don't know if you've ever tried to dig a hole with a stick or your, or it's your not shoe. Great. I don't know. no and you end up like just basically doing the thing from up where you poop yeah. first and you you cover it up and make a little <laughs> little mound <laughs> so if you have a good tool it just makes it so much easier yeah dang oh let's see you i guess do you how much have you pooped outside? Oh, I've, uh, when I was growing up, my dad and I and my uncles would go hunting. And so, um, 
you know, yeah. you'd hang it, you'd hang it over a log every now and then and just kind of like hold on and let it fly. Um, yeah. And then uh, I've, I've gone like in necessity, like if I'm out and about, like, I, I think the last time was probably four years ago uh, and I was mm. hiking and I just, you know, you just trundle up into the woods a little ways and go and, yeah. um, you know, you're not doing it regulation then, but here we are. Right. But yeah, no, I, I don't go out of my way to do it, but like, I'm mm. cool with it. I, you know, yeah, I like the idea of it. Do you, do you like the experience like pooping outside? Um, you know, I'm going to go with the honest answer and say, I don't really like, yeah. I, I think, and part of it is because there's, I think it's anxiety about like, mm -hmm. should I be doing it here? Um, and then there's also just like, this isn't how things normally go. Like I'm, yeah. you know, I've, I've got a coddled bottom where it's just like, I'm so <laughs> used to like coming in contact with porcelain to where now, like the act of doing that just kind of puts my mental state in a, okay, now it's time to flush it out. Uh, yeah. And so I think, I think I have to hype myself up a lot more when I'm in the woods or, or even I think even on like porta potty situations, I have to get kind of uh, hyped. I would rather poop over a log than in a porta potty half the time, though. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, porta potties are just disgusting. Yeah, I don't box. Yeah, <laughs> and they just heat up. And, Filled and, with and, turds. <laughs> so yeah. the reason, part of the reason I asked is I was just curious what sort of things you use to wipe with outside because everyone's got their own different material oh. they use. Like I do carry toilet paper and I usually use toilet paper, but I'm also just always looking for like good material when I'm just hiking yeah. around and um, working and thinking if I had to go, what would I use? And in Arizona, everything is prickly and hard and dry. <laughs> you live in the Pacific Northwest where everything's it's toilet paper all around you. You can just pick a branch off a tree. It's going to be pretty soft. <laughs> But here you're gonna get a thorn up your butt if you do yeah that. it's a cactus <laughs> yeah right <laughs> oh man um i mean <clears throat> this is probably like man we're we're going to the dark zone so um i on the show a long time ago i talked about how like the ancient romans or somebody they or no it was like ancient like native american cultures and stuff they would use mm. like a spent corn cob Ah, uh, and you know, you just it's you just kind of get back there with the spent core cob. So like, I would think, mm -hmm. and it's biodegradable. So like, you're not, um, but I would think like any sort of like, you know, like orange peel. I feel like that's got to be a strong, um, strong pick. It's got a little bit of a flexibility to it, but an orange peel. Yeah, I, I really? think. See, if if I'm up against the wall and I don't have paper, I'm either just gonna like do a do a leaves and finger and just kind of like wash that off later or i'm gonna mm -hmm. reach for like some sort of fruit rind or I, <laughs> I don't know man uh yeah no but yeah i i a fruit rind of some sort is like the top of my head answer there um mm. but i honestly yeah you're right like you're in the desert um it's tough. I yeah, I usually try to look for young plants. So like a really 
young fern that's just popped up. It yeah. can be really soft. But then sometimes you have like little particles of the plant coming off as you're wiping. Oh. And it's just like, like if you had a giant pile of shredded toilet paper, like that's not ideal. And that's right. kind of what it's like. You just have uh, like a giant pile of like soft, but you start to get more, uh, less picky yeah. <laughs> as you, as you poop outside more, at least I have found that personally. And I have coworkers that would find with using a rock, like a smooth stone, Ooh. or they use yeah. like a, a pine branch. Like one person just uses a, like, it doesn't have to be a young pine branch and you just kind of do it the right way. You don't want the needles going go the with the grain, way. go with the grain. And that, I imagine that works pretty well. And I'll probably, the only thing with pine is that it gets really sappy. So that yeah. could be, that could be bad. So you got to be careful. There's no sap on it, but the stones I've, I hear those are quite nice. You get a nice smooth stone, but it also depends on the individual uh, butthole, I guess, because some people <laughs> have like an Andy Dwyer, like marker situation. Yeah. Parks and Rec where it's just. A rock's not going to do it. You're going to coat that whole thing and you're right. still you're still coming out. So Yeah, you're going to need the full five smooth stones to get that job done. <laughs> exactly. You need a whole pile. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so, yeah, the dude that's on the pine branch situation, that is um, that is something else. Right. Yeah. It fascinates me how some people are a lot quicker, a lot slower than others, because right. they'll just be people. Some people will be gone for like 20 minutes and other people is just like in and out type situation. And this isn't just outside, but just, some people are so quick. They just drop their log and then they're back. But other people are it's like a, an experience, I guess. I don't know. Right. Wow. That's I'm. Um... That, the pine branch has got me dude like I, I don't know um i don't know if i could do that i like i'm sure it's probably not as bad as i think yeah but man i think there would be a barrier there for me yeah i yeah. mean some people when they backpack they like use leaves or rocks or something for like the bulk of it and then they kind of polish with like a little bit of toilet paper like a square okay i like the idea of some the polish yeah, and some people are a little bit more uh, finicky about leaving, like essentially trash in the woods. It's toilet paper. It's called toilet paper gardens. You, like you come back right. later to a certain spot, and there's toilet paper everywhere. Right, that's kind of not nice. Uh, wow, you think it would yeah. biodegrade really easily, but it doesn't. Yeah, well, and that's just it. Like it, it doesn't break down. They've got to put something in it that makes it pulpy or something. I don't know. Yeah it's it's something else uh I, I i'm lost for words on that pine branch i don't know why i'm stuck on that uh hey good for him more power to him he's, he's a champ yeah absolutely um well hey so sam i have uh and uh, do you have any other like just wild stories that you want to share <laughs> uh because pooping stories yeah or just just like bathroom stories in general uh yeah oh my gosh i mean i have like an embarrassing one from when i was younger hey it's <laughs> so when i was younger i was the young i was the baby of the family uh -huh. until i was like nine and then my younger brother came along surprised and he was born <laughs> but before that i was like 
I was the youngest. We were all like separated by like a year and a half or so. Right. Four of us, four of us older kids. And for whatever reason, I just, it took me a long time to learn how to wipe. It just wasn't an easy process for me. And, you know, being homeschooled at home all the time and then being the youngest and not quite knowing when I was like saying something embarrassing. And I would say things at home that like when you're out in public, like it's not okay to say or it's embarrassing. So one yeah. of the things I would say instead of like, so I would be going poop. And I was one of those kids that would just be on the toilet forever. I was like a big daydreamer. So it would take me a long time to poop. And so my mom wouldn't know to wipe me until I told her. And so every time I finished pooping, which could be like a half hour, I would shout out, I need wiping. And like at home, <laughs> like whatever, no one really cares. Like they're just used to that. And then, so I just didn't know that that would be an embarrassing thing to say. didn't think it through. And the one time I was over at our family friend's house and I was in the bathroom, just having a great time, pooping, daydreaming, you know, just doing my normal stuff. Right. And then I, I wasn't coming. And so I, you know, which was normal. So I just shouted, I need wiping. And I just hear this laughter immediately from everyone who was there like my family uh, like my friends and my friends parents and whoever else was there they were just laughing and laughing and then it just dawned on me like this is such a stupid thing to say in front of all these other people and from then on i would i never said that i never shouted that again like even when at home it was just like so embarrassing but then my mom hadn't gotten used and i was still pretty young i still didn't know how to wipe and so my mom had gotten used to me shouting it and then Fast forward, like, I don't know, six months or something, I'm at my grandma's house and I'm in this bathroom and all, like, this isn't just family friends. Now we have like all these relatives just in this house and I'm pooping and I'm done and <laughs> I don't want to shout out. I need wiping because I realize, you know, the negative social things that will happen then. So yeah. I'm just waiting, just hoping, come on, mom, come wipe me. I don't even know if I even told her I was <laughs> oh, pooping. No. And so I was just in there for so long and I just started crying. Oh. And I think eventually my mom came and found me and it was just so embarrassing. Damn. And that's, I think that's probably when I learned how to wipe. I'm like, this can't happen. I just need to know how to do this. Oh. Isn't like it's that, I mean, it is kind of difficult when you're young and your motor functions it's, are kind of bad. It's tough, dude. Like <laughs> I, you know, like with our kids, we're, we're, our son's old enough now where we're trying to like, I mean, he still does that where it's like, dad, but we're like, hey, you, you're you get you're fixing to go to school, dude. Like, you, right. you got to try to figure this out. <clears throat> and oh, geez, I I have so many stories of having to wipe kids' butts in school. Probably the <sighs> stories I can't tell, but just like I have dealt with so much human poop while a teacher. Like when you when you sub as a kindergarten teacher, as a first grade teacher, and then special ed, like it's just. Dude, poop all the time, pee all the time. <laughs> you are wiping then, a lot. And the boys don't care. The boys will be like, they'll shout from the bathroom if yeah. there's a situation, unless they're like super shy. But it's not until like they're like six or seven, they get really self-conscious. Yeah. So most kindergartners are just like, whatever. But like the girls, they'll just, they won't, they won't say that there's a problem and they get really embarrassed and they feel so, I mean, then I can't deal with it. And then I'm having to, have to get you know an instructional right. assistant or call the office or something like that because you know, what am i going to do if a girl poops yep. her pants i guess i can just yep. tell her to go change it but she probably can't even do that so right man yeah. that's 
that's tough. I I'm very glad that I work with high school students. Um, <laughs> there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, for the most part, that. they got it down. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then you see one doing a funny little walk, and it's like, <laughs> hey, bud, you good? Do you need to let's go take a walk down to the clothes closet? I think you know what to do. Um, oh, right. the saggy walk. It's, yeah, it's a telltale sign. Yeah, dude. I I saw one like the saggy walk started. And just the, I mean, it, the, just, it came right out the pant leg, just, <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, nope, we're not I've stopping. We're just moving. If we stop to go back for it, everyone's going to know that you did that. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's something else. Uh, wow. Hey, but I mean, I feel like what you went through is pretty normal. Like, I feel like that's typical little kid <laughs> stuff, you know? I hadn't thought about that for years. And then when I learned I was, when I was going to come on here, I'm like, <laughs> I was just thinking about poop stories. I'm like, Oh yeah. yeah. I just remember just that being like so embarrassing for so long. Like, yeah. And I was so introverted too. Oh yeah. And like, so shy. It's like, yeah. The, I would rather cry in the bathroom for two hours than have anyone know that I need wiping. <laughs> oh, dang man. <laughs> I know. Of course I'm just sitting by myself in the, yeah yeah and then and then there's me just like (laughs) i pooped you know oh it just came back to me it's my aunt i don't think i locked the door or something my aunt came in and found me crying on the toilet that's what happened oh yeah that's fine that was rough (laughs) wow that's that is tough dude i man i i don't even know that (laughs) i i really you know i know it's like a long time ago but that's that's a thing. I don't know. I think little kids go through that a lot. It's being yeah. a little kid's hard, dude. Yeah, I got a lot to figure out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's probably pretty great having like most of your stuff paid for for you, but like, yeah. Other than that, it seems like it's generally undesirable uh, <laughs> to be a kid. Is yeah. That what you mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd go back. Well, hey, I have I have some questions that I ask everybody and. Yeah. And feel free if, if there, if it comes up and you're just like, nah, I ain't doing that one pass hard pass, but they're pretty, I feel like they're pretty safe. I'm pretty, Um, I'm a pretty open book. The only reason I would never talk about something generally speaking is to protect other people. That's really the only reason I will talk about pretty much anything. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you talked about like your, your toilet papering situations when you're on the trail or trail crew. Mm-hmm. Um, but there in the, in the riffle Casa de riffle, um, what type of toilet paper are you guys rocking there? Like, or, or if you were, if you, Sam are choosing the toilet paper, what are you picking? Like, what are you what going I'm for? I'm just looking at what toilet paper we even have right now. Yes. I'm not like a toilet paper connoisseur. This appears to be like two ply. Okay. Um, Acceptable. On the trail, I use one ply. Yeah. Uh, we have Angel Soft here. Oh, um, dang. Mega Roll. Uh, is that good? I don't know if that's good. It's, that's thick. That's a thick roll. Um, Two oh, you, the, the trail comment just prompted my brain. Have you ever seen the trick where you poke your finger through the toilet paper and <laughs> then you like like dig the brown out with the finger and then you just kind of like reverse sandwich the paper over 
your finger and just like remove all of it with like one or two squares. Where that's you, like, where'd you hear that? Um, I, my buddy who is in the military, you know, so word gets out that I like bathrooms too much. And then everybody just has like, Hey, have you ever yeah. done this? And I'm like, Oh, under what context <laughs> would I scream my index finger down my butthole to do that? Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, when you, when you need to, and I'm like, well, no, so but yeah, that's, that's one. That's super funny because we just had this, we were just having a conversation about pooping on the trail crew. And that thing that you just said is yeah. apparently something like a, a initiation thing or a prank thing that on oh, really? trail crews that they'll do sometimes like on, con- on in conservation corps. So like I get paid like a full-time employee most people yeah. that are on trail crews are pretty young or in college or just out of college and they're getting paid stipends. And so you just get paid like nothing to do trail work, but you get like experience. What how most people get into it is through the conservation yeah. corps. But apparently that's like something like you can like tell people. Mess with this somebody. Is, yeah, you can mess with someone. I, I don't know. Isn't that kind of funny? But- Maybe my homie is messing with me is really what we're learning. Like, <laughs> I don't he's think probably anyone, like, hey, you should try this. I don't think anyone actually does that. If you have a square of toilet paper, I feel like it's just a better use of it to just use the square. <laughs> right. <laughs> now that I'm thinking through it, as usual, Sam, you're making more sense than <laughs> the world around you. And then, so when you when you have access to your to your paper, are you are you a folder or are you a crumpler? Oh, I fold for sure. Yeah, I'm a folder. Do you do you yeah. fold? Oh, absolutely. It's just a sign of an orderly mind, you know. It, exactly. <laughs> I'm usually trying to do three squares too. You my dude, I, I'm on record like three squares, four to five if it's wet. Like mm. it's you know, yeah. if you've if you've got a particular swamp going on, you gotta maybe get like one or two extra squares. But yeah, three squares is is really it should be able to get it done. Yeah. I agree. Um, are you are you a bar soap or a liquid soap lad? Oh, liquid soap. Bar soap yeah. is just, I don't know how you do it. You like wipe your hand on it once and then you get a tiny bit of soap. And then like, yeah. I don't get it. You're supposed to get it wet and then just like coat your hand in it. Are you supposed to take the bar soap and I, put it on your body? I, I think you like, so if... Well, yeah. And if you don't have a rag, you have to just like go straight to the body with the soap. Um, yeah. But if you have a rag, I think you like, n- like nest the soap in the rag. I don't know. I <laughs> I see. I've grabbed the soap before, but I only ever grab a bar of soap when I'm at someone else's house. And it's like, has this touched my friend's mom's, you know, but I don't want to put that yeah. on my body or other things or other things. And then yeah. if you grab the soap, like when soap gets wet, it gets slippery. And so you're going to drop it too. So yeah, I don't know. Liquid yeah. soap. I'll do, you know, yeah, honey yep. body wash or whatever. Okay. Old spice. Okay. Usually get the old, hey. like the yeah. back end old absolutely. spice body wash. It's so good too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how do you, how do you, Sam, how do you feel about baths? Baths. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I don't usually take baths. Now and then, if I'm really sick and feverish, it feels really good to pour a hot bath. Pour a bath. Yeah. You get a bath going. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. I just fill in the tub with water. I'm just describing a bath is what I'm doing right now. 
you fill it up with hey. hot water, then you get in the water, and then it's different than a shower because you're just sitting in the water. And that's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a body fill thing that I have to get past for baths. Mm. Um, <laughs> that's a good point. But I guess if you're sick, I could see where you could get past it a lot quicker. It's like, this is helping me not feel terrible. I will also, yes, that is true. I will also say, and I will not get in particular to go any farther in this. Baths are not romantic. They're just disgusting. Absolutely not. And there's too many, it's just too many people in a tub. A tub's not very big. So I, I romantic baths, I mean, I'll, I would pour a bath for someone, put some bubble bath in here. Yes. Have a, sure. Yes. I'll bring you a glass of wine, but you can yeah. stay in there by yourself. <laughs> yes. Allow me to make this awesome for you. Um, I, Sam, it's so weird. I had that exact conversation too frequently, like within hours of right now. Um, and it's just me trying to explain like, this is just not it. No, like, this is not feasible. Um, no, the mechanics of it don't work out very well. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. hundred percent. Um, I could not agree more and you're right. We should just leave it right there. Um, do you have any bathroom pet peeves, like stuff that people do in the bathroom? That's just like, and you know, I know you were an RA and mm. even if it's like from back in those dorm days, like things people do in the bathroom that are just like, can you stop? Mm. We need to be better. I mean, the things that come to mind are just like the normal ones, like not like if you're going to really stink it up then turn on the fan, I would rather you just turn on the fan and just kind of let it naturally go away than yeah. to spray spray. Sometimes that can make a terrible poop free thing that's worse yes. than just smelling someone else's poop. I would rather smell that than like some artificial rose smell on top of it. Right. So right. just, yeah. Yeah. I guess you could, I know some people like flush multiple times as they're going and that's like yeah. supposed to help with it. Like some people don't even like smelling their own poop. And so they <laughs> poop once and they flush. I was just talking about this. Some female coworkers of people that poop and flush poop and because they don't want this aroma going on and they don't even like, <sighs> they don't even like their own aroma, which I feel like a lot of people don't mind the, the scent of their own. Yeah, I think. Population. I, yeah, I mean, it's. I think our brains are like wired to be okay with our own thing. You know, it's yeah. like, yep, that's me. I yeah. I did that. Just turn the fan on. I guess that's it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so as far as like fast food or not fast food, it can be sit in. I, but I, if and when you eat out, yeah. have you had a chance to figure out what is just fouling you up the worst like uh, who does you the dirtiest i mean like you think particular restaurants or food yeah or, or even it could you could even get as focused in as like this item from this place is, is the end zone well i know a lot of people talk about like fast food mexican taco bell taco time it's kind of a big one so like people make jokes about that all the time i just don't really eat that very often but i think the thing that gets to me the most is spicy food so yeah. i like spicy food but i also think i like spicy food more than i like spicy <laughs> food and if they're like if i'm going to a chicken wing place and they've got you know 
hot wings yeah. and then they've got super hot wings and then they got obliterate your butthole hot wings and then they got <laughs> sign a medical you know, like release form hot wings i have to pick the medical release form one oh, because it's like i want to try the hottest thing they have and i don't it's i mean it depends on the place some places <laughs> are legitimately like this is terrible some are like oh this yeah. is good i'm glad i got the hottest thing but regardless <laughs> if it's hot i just it makes me want to vomit and the next day oh, I've just no. got diarrhea and just fire yeah. butthole and all those things. Yeah. But I do like it. And I yeah. was reading an article <laughs> about how it actually releases like dopamine. You get to a certain yeah. point, you get like an actual yeah. high from hot foods. And so there's like a reason people like people who yeah. are like, addicted to hot foods, they like it because it's like doing something chemically while at the same time. Yeah. It's pain. But yeah, yeah, I just know and there's certain foods you eat and I, that I eat and I know instantly, oh, this is going to be trouble. <laughs> the <laughs> chicken wing dread. Oh, my gosh. Know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey, he's a heat seeker. Um, <laughs> so when we were at Corbin, do you remember Matt Gibson? Uh, Gibby? He yeah. was a soccer guy. Yeah, do you have orange hair or do you have blonde hair? He had like, yeah, like kind of uh, strawberry blonde. Like yeah. I'm serious, but he just yeah. kind of, he did the golf ball trick shots too. Yes, you've got shirt it. shirt is you've... always off. Yeah, yeah, got it. Shirt's off. Tarp's off, boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Gibby, he introduced us to the dark shower. Um, <laughs> and have you ever taken a dark shower? Um, and if so, what was your experience with it? <laughs> I just love that it's called the dark shower. It's like some dark sort shower. of forbidden thing. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've definitely done it when the power's off. Like there's still oh, hot yeah. water in your hot water tank, but you have yeah. no power. And so I think that's good. Yeah. But then when you get to the point where all your hot water's gone and you're taking yeah. a dark shower with cold water and you know, as soon as you get out of the shower, it's still going to be cold. And then you have to, you know, go across the other side of the house to get your clothes. Like, it's just too much of a bad thing at that point. Yeah. Dark shower, hot water. Kind of yes. nice. Yeah. So you start adding in these other variables that for me have <laughs> come along with a dark shower. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I roll. So I'm, I'm regularly like, if I'm showering in the morning, it's usually like four to four 30. And I'm trying to just keep the light down in the house because mm. I'm not waking toddlers up. It's just not going to happen. And I, I've just begun to take the dark shower out of necessity, and I love it. Like uh. it, it's like Gavin Lau. He he described it as like you're being birthed into your day. You know, it's that <laughs> like slow ease into the light. And yeah. He, you know, <clears throat> he's a poet, if anything. Uh, <laughs> have, um, yeah. Have you ever, have you ever eaten or do you drink anything while in the shower? I feel like I, I don't know, but that sounds so nice. If you were yeah. to ask if I eat anything on the toilet, a hundred percent. Yes. Oh, I've what eat are you eating on the toilet? <laughs> Have you, have you ever eaten anything on the toilet first? Oh, you... absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm glad I'm not like, you know, I'm glad I'm in good company. Um, I don't know, like snack food. Like I'm not going to eat a yeah. salad on the toilet, like something salty or fatty, right. like a, a bag of chips or maybe like a, a 
maybe ice cream or yes. a chocolate yep, bar, just something, something good, something. Yeah. Yeah. The optics on a chocolate bar might be a little freaky, but like, ah, uh, yeah, it, I don't you know, know. I've done a chocolate bar specifically. Maybe we're like a Snickers bar. So, well, that's worse. yeah. See, <laughs> I like the idea of somebody walking in on that, and it's just like, what are you doing? Uh, what is that? Speaking of a Snickers bar, my coworkers played a prank on me recently. We <laughs> we were on. They call it them hitches when you're off on yeah. these different projects. So we were on hit hitch. We got to stay at a forest service building because that's like a luxury. We're sleeping on like cots and we have a kitchen and a TV. And I go in like, you know, when it's dark, like we usually go to bed pretty early because we work 10 hour days. It's really exhausting. So we, I went to bed kind of late. It was like close to nine or something maybe. Yeah. And I usually listen to music before I go to bed and listen to music and i probably listened for like a half hour maybe 45 minutes <laughs> and then i i have bluetooth uh, earbuds and so my phone's just sitting in my bed somewhere so i'm feeling around to see where my phone is and then i my hand goes on this thing and it's like this sticky log thing like a and like a turd <laughs> and it's dark in the room and I like fumble over to the lamp and I turn on the lamp and there's like this brown sticky log <laughs> just, and I've been lying next to it for like 45 minutes listening to like uh... Chance the Rapper while there's this log next to me. And I like, I've already grabbed it. So I'm like, oh, I pick it up and I like sniff it. And like, it's kind oh, of no. sweet. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this isn't, I don't think it's poop, but maybe there's all sort, sorts of thoughts going through my head. I'm like, did I just like, did I poop in my sleep the other night? And I like, oh, oh <laughs> perfect log on my bed. So I just grab it and I put it in the floor. That smells good. <laughs> it was so just, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Apparently they were waiting and I just, they were like, they knew I went to the, the, the room to sleep and just like, I have my own room. And then like, they hear yeah. nothing. And then I don't say anything the next morning. <laughs> I just forgot oh about gosh. it, but it was just like a wow. bar that they had like molded into a log. Oh. I had, I've never like grabbed. I don't know. It was disconcerting. Yeah, did not like that. It was pretty. Wow, dang. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Um, have have you ever, or if not, would you ever perform a waffle stomp? Do you know what a waffle stomp is? It's fine if you don't. It's better if you don't. I don't know what it is. Perfect. So a waffle stomp is when you just defecate into the bottom of the shower <laughs> while you're showering. And then you just like kind of river dance it like to, <laughs> to where it washes itself down. Uh, and it's called a waffle stomp because like some of those showers have the like waffle grate, like ah. and you stomp it through the grate, you know, I have never pooped in the shower. Okay. That I can remember. Perfect. Oh, hey, geez. You're... I would just, if the toilet's right there, I think I would just go out to the toilet. Then I'd get yeah. back are in the you... shower. Yeah. Are you drying off at all? Or are you, are you going to just, is it just wet? I might just sit wet. That's not bad. Yeah. I've done that many yeah. times. You've ever gone straight yeah. from the shower to the toilet and it's just like, ah, whatever. I, I always, I will, I usually dry my legs and my, my butt off. Yeah. Um, just because it's a little slippery. Um, that's true but you know i'm 
I'm not opposed to anybody doing. Yeah, you. I think what you do is the logical thing. Now there's this subclass. I'm gonna say class because that has to be what it is. Who are like pooping and catching it, and then they like try to skeet it into the toilet like <coughs> some sort of basketball <coughs> shot. And it's just like just get out of the shower. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that one's. I I'm stomping it before I'm tossing it. Um. This might be. I don't know. You don't have to answer this if you don't want to. But do you, is oh, there like a I really like Austin Kent's story. That one was oh really my good. Gosh. And I just his voice is just amazing. Like he just he's just like a yeah. big goober. He's great. Yep. But where am I going with this? Oh, it seems like you stay in pretty safe territory. You ever like do research on something? Is there like a culture on the internet where it's like poop stuff? You're like that's ah, too far. I don't yeah. want to read about this anymore. I feel like there's got to be yes. stuff you just don't touch because it's like. Yeah, I there's a so I have um, I have a notes uh open a notes page open in my phone and there's there's safe topics um and then there's ones that are on like the weird part of this list where it's like i don't even know if i could talk about that like Mm -hmm. um but yeah there's definitely like a weird dark underbelly of yeah when you just start researching like just anything related to do with pooping it gets pretty wild um and it exists um and i know that it exists and i just it's one of those things where it's like one day <laughs> probably won't, but like I'm waiting for the day where like, you know, I, you and I are chatting and I have somebody on the show and they just drop the bomb where it's like, Hey, have you ever heard of this? And it's one of those freaky things that's sitting on that list. Yes. And I'm just going like, yes, I have. <laughs> uh, and it's not going to be a proud moment. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, there's definitely some Randy stuff out there. Yeah. You you generally not, sorry, this is probably getting off topic. Do you generally not no. like swear? Like, do you have like some parameters? Like, I don't. Um, I, I, you know, Austin was my first uh, episode labeled explicit. Um, <laughs> and so, and he wasn't even, he didn't really even go off that much. Uh, but, I I don't give people parameters because I just like, you know, I have a buddy. He's going to be on the show and he's going to drop. He's going to drop the bombs. And, you know, <laughs> I'm sitting over here like, well, do we are we going to deconstruct our like <laughs> like Sunday school? You know, <clears throat> um, I'm fine with it. Like I, I try to I'll kind of read the room. And if the person seems like, yeah, this doesn't bother me. I'm cool with it. It doesn't, it, there's nothing anybody's going to say that's going to bother me. Um, yeah. 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 I was just curious. Yeah. No, I, um, but then I'm also like working at a church and, and you know, yeah. I've got students and more importantly, students, parents who listen. And it's like, Hey, uh, first, I mean, you're, you clicked on a podcast about taking a poop. So like, you should, I, the, I'm running out of euphemisms for it. Mm. You know, you know, that uh, you know, PewDiePie. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he, he released a game. This is like three or four years ago. Do you remember this? No. It was called like the kingdom of poopy or something. Okay. 
and it was it was like a, like a like an arcade style thing it might have been like a platform i don't even know but it was like kind of a dumb little game it was called like the kingdom of poopy pp or something poo pp i think pewdiepie you itunes deleted it or whoever apple games or whatever service it was on they said it, they deleted it because it was too explicit too i just grass. thought that was absurd because it's just like poop humor the whole time and right. they have other games that like have all sorts of like sexual things and like that's yeah. okay but then you can't have like a kingdom of poo poo pee pee is that coming that's... up with anything are you searching that i'm not right now but uh yeah i i tossed it in my notes app that's gonna nice. be a a deep dive later for sure yeah uh, it, yeah it's that's absurd like we all poop and the fun thing was like, unless you mark a uh, an episode as explicit, if it yeah. contains like the word "butt" or like anything that is right on the edge or crap, it, yeah. it censors it. It just like puts a C with two dashes, and it's like, can we? Come on, like, <laughs> there's kids yeah. cartoons that have worse stuff than this. Like, <laughs> just chill out. So I have an yeah. article up right here. It says the YouTube star released this new mobile game, Poop Die, that is revealed it's only currently available on Android. Uh, so Apple said it was too disgusting for them. It was due to the crude imagery. <laughs> Interesting. I, yeah, I thought that was crazy. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can like I have a Fire tablet. I'm gonna see if I can get that downloaded and. Yeah, it might be amazing. Do a deep dive on that. Well, shoot, Sam. I appreciate your time. I know this actually, like, this was a long one, uh, but I think it's just because it's been a it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, I just kind of started talking and just didn't stop. No, so no, that's the best. I I love it. That's exactly what I love. Yeah. Do you do you have anything uh, last things to share with folks um, before I'm gonna. I always tell people the when I do the closing, I feel like a dog that's taking a dump in the backyard while people watch. Like I hate doing the closing, but <laughs> how, how else will they know it's over? Uh, right. You just got to end it eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Final poop thoughts. Um, but maybe it's not even what you asked. Uh, I don't know. Uh, just keep on pooping in the free world, I guess. Just Yeah. We can still poop in freedom. So that's, that's like right. a great thing. There's been no like freedom of freedom of poop is a pretty big deal. And in the Western I world, agree. we take it for granted. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I'm just they're gonna honest. start regulating us here in a little bit. I know it. Right. Uh, <laughs> like length the, and smell. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. If you flush more than twice, you're you're we're gonna start charging you. <laughs> right. Oh, you get me going on these low water toilets. Like that's a disaster waiting to happen. Oh, it's just bad. It's bad. It, yeah. 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 Agreed. Well, shoot. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna close out the show and and then I'll I'll turn the recording off and we can just yak if you want or if you're like, hey man, I'm tired. That's cool too. But yeah, thank you for being here, Sam. Um. And thank you all for, for listening. As always, you can 
reach out to us on social media. We're out there, privycast, privycast at gmail.com. Um, we'd like to thank Kevin McLeod for the use of Barroom Ballet as our intro and outro music. You can find Kevin's music at incompetech.com. Thanks, Kevin. This has been another episode of Privy. Thank you so much for listening. And now, as always, don't forget to flush. You get to hear the fun audio as I move the mic to the back of my camera. Oh, I don't think I told you, Sam. This is recorded to my back.